You are listening to the Well-Connected Twin Cities podcast. I'm your host, Cynthia Shockley, and I'm here to learn alongside you through meaningful conversations with health and wellness practitioners. This is your time to experience some mindset shifts, learn practical tips, and get excited about what is possible. We want you to own the power of choice in your personal well-being journey. Let's discover what's possible right here in our Twin Cities community. Hello, and welcome to the Well-Connected Twin Cities podcast. I'm your host, Cynthia Shockley. And in this episode, we dive into a really wonderful conversation with Katie Brown about her own experience with sound healing and how she was called to create a safe space for this work. She shares some of the science and intuition of sound healing and how her new certification program points to the fact that we are all healers when given the tools. The founder of Soul Body Finesse, Katie Brown is a sound healer, Reiki practitioner, labor and birth doula, and creative consultant. She coordinates wellness events, offers private group work, one-on-one work, and guides some of the in-studio classes, including the Wednesday night sound baths. Katie is available to help curate and collaborate on unique healing experiences to be cherished for life. Katie believes balance is achieved by finding our center, coming back into harmony with our true frequency and listening to our intuition. It was radical self-care and holistic therapies that allowed her to heal and align with her soul's purpose of creating safe spaces for people to connect, heal, share, and grow together. As a forever student and observer of the world, she enjoys intuitively connecting with others by supporting self-care practices that stimulate growth, inner peace, and self-acceptance. She has a passion for serving and empowering women, mothers, and all people to heal during difficult transitions in life. She moved back to Minneapolis in 2019 to start Soul Body Finesse with a mission to make holistic therapy and sound healing more accessible to the community and to raise her children in this resilient, beautiful, and artistic community. And here we are with Katie Brown. She is sitting in the sunlight. I know no one can see her, but she is literally glowing right now. Hi, Katie. Thank you. I was saying, I'm like, I can, I just love all the help I can get sitting in the sunlight when that there's an opportunity to do that. Yes, I love it. Oh, I know Katie and I actually, we didn't actually meet until I think it was the Return to Your Light retreat, but I remember I got to receive some of your sound healing during the pandemic when Kim Lovejoy was collaborating with you and doing like a breath work, sound healing over Zoom. And that was such a beautiful experience. And I was so happy to get to meet you and also receive the sound healing in person at a retreat uh, a couple months later. So I'm just grateful that you can be here on the podcast today, Katie. Yes, thank you for having me. Honored to be here. Love to hear just our connection and be reminded. I've been floating around the ethers of well-connected for quite some time or just been able to see the growth too. So it's always exciting to check back in with the community that you have all built within just really the last four years. I think I was introduced through Lily and we had our kids in preschool at the same time. Yeah. Gosh, it is really cool to see how things evolve and (laughs) change. 
Yeah, today, because I love to hear on a personal level what's going on with you, what's a rose and a thorn, something that's beautiful right now in life, and then maybe something that's a bit of a pain. Thank you for that question. That is a doozy on a new moon, I realize. There's like some incoming energy where it's like, this is where things shift. So it's like, you think you learn a lesson and you get on the other side of it. But I would say right now things are appearing. Um, So I'm still in a reflective state on what that could truly mean. It could mean so much more in a few days from now. But I would say where I currently am, I am really feeling into a lot of gratitude for my journey, what's led me to be here. And just with the growth of the studio, which was never necessarily the part of the plan. I would say when I started my business, I never planned to have a studio, but it just, things just started appearing. There was a drive for it. There was support for that. And it just seemed like a no brainer. And I just kept following the call and the voice and we're here and we create this beautiful community and opportunity for people to really come tap in to find their own sense of inner peace while basking in a place that is created intentionally for healing, for self-care and being in those like harmonizing states. We're then leaving the doors, we're going out and creating and sharing these peaceful frequencies. I would say the thorn with any entrepreneur is, and anyone who is in business that's passionate about what they're doing, is it's something that you have to constantly remind yourself that there's still, it's something that we want to do for free. And you, you especially when you're passionate about sharing it, mm. but then you get to a point too where my studio partner and I, we manage multiple jobs to be able to create this. And then that sometimes can wear down on the spirit just because we create, we experience our own burnout. We remind ourselves that we're still in the build phase and we're still, and we've been able to now a couple years in, in this new location to be pretty sustainable, but we're also really passionate about creating sound healing and these alternative forms of therapy and creating the accessibility for it, which accessibility, we mean that affordability. We -hmm. do a lot of community events, a lot of volunteering in different places where people can experience it. And then also our membership rates, we keep lower than the cost, the average cost of one therapy session. But we also want to create a wave and a precedent that holistic healers also deserve to make a living wage. So that's also part of the mission here. We want the people who are providing these, the safe spaces and who are interested in teaching and sharing to be able to do this and also pay their bills. That's the thorn because we're ahead of the timeline on things where, yeah, it'd be great in a couple years from now where insurance, health insurance allows you to choose any kind of holistic healing Um, and that there's just more places to gather. And that's actually risen, I would say, in the past four years since I started my business too, where any night you can find a sound healing, a cacao ceremony, a breath work, things going on that's amazing. 
And we should have these choices to be able to anywhere you're searching and those who are seeking will find you. But I guess that's maybe just part of the journey, which brings me back. It's like still the rose because then it shows your dedication. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, full exactly. Beautiful. So it's a constant refinement. It's a constant realignment, like realigning with really what it is that like your vision, your purpose is. And also knowing that it's always going to change, like your adaptability to be able to read the environment and to shift um, can just, it's a beautiful dance. And I think that's what like can also build confidence in someone's practice and business as well, because it's not easy. Mm. I mean, what is? <laughs> and I, I totally hear you there. And I'm sure lots of other care providers can attest to that conflict of wanting to serve and feeling that draw to serve. And gosh, if this could just be free, that would be great because it's a calling. And yet we live in a society that requires us to make an income, pay our bills. And yeah, that conflict I think is definitely a thorn. A lot of people specifically in the wellness space can agree with or feel like you said, this is definitely something that you want to make accessible, sound healing in particular. What first brought you into the world of sound healing? I'm really curious. I was trying all different forms of therapy. I was living out in California. I was a young mom. I was 27. I had a two and three-year-old. Um, my husband at the time traveled a lot. I was in this beautiful place was able to be at home with them and then just was really in this deep depression. And then also felt a lot of guilt about like, how could I be depressed when I have these two beautiful children? I'm living in a sunny place. I'm able to just care for them every day and go where the wind blows us. And I would say I did, within that time of difficulty too, it really allowed me to connect with my intuition, also connect with the deepest spaces of who I am but I was trying everything in forms of therapy, everything to just get up and out of bed in the day and to feel okay. And it really was like this radical form of self care to just maintain. And then I met a friend, like the perfect friend. This is like maybe I was at some level praying to meet somebody or some people. I just started to find my tribe a little bit, but essentially I met, a good friend of mine and we she's let's go to a sound bath so then we would just do it like every friday it would be our thing we'd just go to a sound bath and it would just like keep us lit on life and i think one of the biggest takeaways from it was even my first experiences i went into this big room full of people full of strangers you go in everyone's there for their own reasons and you just go and you lay down and then by the end of it you're leaving and you feel so much like you feel so deeply connected to yourself and everyone in the room too, even though you don't even exchange any kind of verbal engagement. But I was just fascinated with the way of how frequency and intentional spaces and how simple it can be too and non-invasive. It's not an intimidating thing where you just come and you lay down. You really have nothing to lose. Most likely, if anything, you'll fall asleep and it still works. <laughs> So that's because I became really passionate about it. And I would say that I was have always been a higher sensitive person, somebody who is overwhelmed and 
in crowds or would just pick up a lot of stimuli around me. So that's why I was like always doing yoga or a lot of exercise and all of that is great too. And I still utilize that, but this is something that allows me to like actually really detach from the environment, but then also at the same time, really come back into my own center. And that's essentially what it does for anyone who experiences it, it that it can quickly, the waves that the, the sound waves comes through is it does, these waves are being played with the intention to heal and balance and recalibrate, but we're picking up these waves. They're being played, they're harmonizing, it's balancing our water, our lymph, our blood, our cells. So it's like this internal massage and then it just allows you to travel into these deeper brain states where you can do this you can do this recalibration and repatterning with your own mind and intentions so we have people who come in for all different intentions some are just healing heartache some are just releasing stress some have writer's block some are looking to connect with an ancestor who recently passed and all of those things happen in one night in one room and the more that you work with sound and frequency too i think it allows you to really then embody your own unique frequency because us as human beings like a snowflake we are all completely unique we all have our own auric blueprint we all have our own free will we all have beautiful source. We're all connected, but we all are our own unique individual expression and frequency. So the sound healing allows you to come back to that state pretty quickly, have a lot of rememberings, and then it's easier to embody that. I also believe that it helps it helps on all systems, the energetic, the emotional, the mental, and also the psychic bodies. If you are someone who is very sensitive or empathetic, sound can really help and aid you on this journey. I'm a firm believer on that. Ah, big breath in. Northeast Wellness is a community acupuncture and wellness clinic in Northeast Minneapolis, offering affordable and accessible healthcare for all. Float therapy is the practice of floating in water with dense salt concentration in a sensory-deprived environment. The water and air inside of the tank match skin temperature, while the insulated walls of the tank block all sound and light. This combination gives your body a deeply relaxing experience that encourages you to go into a peaceful, meditative state. Float therapy isn't just a unique and fun experience. It can provide a range of health benefits like stress relief, migraine relief, increased quality of sleep, pain relief, and improved physical recovery. Learn more at northeastwellnessminneapolis.com. That's N-E-wellness-M-P-L-S.com. And get your first float for only $45 when you use code WELLCONNECTED. I'm so glad that you were able to have that experience for yourself. And then it seems like you must have been pulled to then provide this for others. What was that transition like for you from being a receiver of sound healing and, and being able to experience that to then being like, I want to provide this for others? Yes. So I would say it's it was very accidental, also very divine. But essentially, 
my partner at the time, we decided to separate and I was going to be moving back to Minnesota with my kids. It was like a quick decision. It was just within a couple weeks or a few months and I was actually slated to begin a yoga teacher training, but I had to drop out because I was going to be leaving a month later, which is okay. I hadn't worked in years too. My my experience before was this was in serving and bartending and managing and the service industry, which is, that's a whole thing that I stepped away from. <laughs> and so the original plan was to become a yoga teacher, but unable to fulfill the requirements of that. And then I just happened to stumble in to this crystal shop one day, really just open to receive whatever it was that was coming in. And I saw that there was a sound healing training that weekend. It was perfect. The kids were going to be with their dad. So I just, I signed up and I would say since then, it just, since I started really listening to the cues and those inner guidance and those pulls that it just became step after step. My sound healing training was with a couple, the same ones that would put on the weekly sound baths in California and it was up at their cabin outside of Los Angeles and I went up on a Friday the first activity that we did was we walked to the national park that was like their yard like backed up to it and we went and we sat by this mother tree which was the biggest tree in this whole park and we just meditated for the first hour and tapped into our intuition and it just really allowed that to really be the flow and the guidance of the weekend. And I was just really surprised at how natural it was. And I loved that approach to the sound healing is because there is so much science behind it. There's so much practice and technicality and all of that stuff that you can really learn on your own as well. But I think the biggest element to sound healing is that it is very much intuition that is coming through. It's a meditation for the facilitator as much as it's a med meditation for those laying down. And a lot of it is the inner ear. Yes, we're playing instruments, but we're also listening to how they're playing and then playing what kind of symphony just appears by what bowls want to play. Certain bowls, certain instruments will really, you can tell, I'm like, okay, you want to be talking, so let's play you. And Or it's like really heavy on the sacral and then you find out. It's always tailor-made to people that are in the room too. Every sound bath is completely different. I have a background in Reiki healing too, and I... Like I was saying earlier, more of a higher sensitive. I usually do hands hovering or a lot of kind of clearing. And I liked being able to utilize the bowls and the music as a form of energy clearing as well to the room. So mm -hmm. I think it's tons of fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's amazing. So Universe Aligned and brought you into this training and it's interesting to hear that it is an intuitive practice as a practitioner, that you are just listening to intuition, paying attention to the energy of the room and kind of making that judgment call in the moment of, of what needs to be played. I wonder, there's the intuition part, but then what's also happening on the science level, I guess you would call it, because you mentioned there are these waves and there is a state of brain that changes, that shifts to mm -hmm. allow for some more of this healing capacity. 
Do you mind sharing what's going on there, how sound healing works? Yes. There's a term in physics called entrainment, and essentially everything has energy and objects around each other start to vibrate and pick up on each other. You go out, you work in a chaotic environment, you're at Walmart for the day, whatever, grocery shopping, you, you feel all of the particles in the environment. Or if you're talking to somebody who's really stressed out, even though you're helping that, you can easily pick that up. So we are very much like sound healing instruments ourselves. So the more that we can come back in our own harmonic resonance is a beautiful thing because then we can really be operating at our fullest potential and actually just feeling good. Because a lot of it, I think we just have energetic sickness in today's society. So essentially, all of the instruments are tuned to these harmonic tones and being, and we're playing those. So that, those are the waves that are sending out. And water is the greatest conductor of sound. We have so much water in our bodies. So the water, the lymph, the blood, the cells, everything is then being tuned to the same vibration where if you know a little bit about like heart math too and just the torque field of heart and the torque field of mind, we really have these two huge operating systems, both really powerful, but the heart is like 10,000 times larger than the mind. And oftentimes you'll hear about heart and mind cohesion and that's really when we start to feel stressed out or when things are working against us because the, the waves of our mind and our heart are going at different speeds and they actually cancel each other out. And then that leads to more depletion. So quite simply, doing a practice that brings you into a state of resonance can, of course, it's gonna help aid in every single area in your life. And once again, it's just something, all you have to do is you just lay down. You just lay down and get cozy. And it doesn't have to be a full one hour sound bath, although that's amazing because because that will allow you to travel into these deeper brain states, the theta and the delta, where we are in the passenger seat of our own experience. So then we can start to, oh, that happened. Okay, release it. This happened. Sometimes we're doing a lot of guidance to plugging into the earth, releasing anything that doesn't serve you can get more intentional with those kinds of things. And of course, in a one-on-one, -on -one, it can get very specific as well. But if you're short on time, or if you just want to start dipping your toes, just at home, there's so many healing frequencies on YouTube, meditations. And even if you have 12 minutes in between the day that you're feeling tired, oh, you got one more meeting, but you got a few minutes, just lay down, put it, put a healing frequency on, something that is going to boost your energy or help calm stress. And it really can be this quick fix as well. And as yoga is too, sometimes it's not a full one hour. That's really hard to squeeze it in, especially if you're, you know, a busy mom or somebody like juggles multiple jobs. Sometimes it's just those six minute breaks in between things. It's four, six minute breaks a day. That's the accessibility to where it doesn't have to be a full event for it to be effective. Yeah. But then to be able to have that option for when it works out, to have that full hour of immersion and allowing all the cells of your being, the energy in your body to just start to resonate and be in harmony 
is such a treat. And I know that's something that you offer at your studio, Soul Body Finesse. Tell us a little more about what that's like in your studio, how people can come in and get their experience and who's coming, who's coming already. Cause I know I, I see on Instagram and it seems like you, you've got a full house every time you do your sound baths. <laughs> so we operate Sunday, Monday and Wednesday regularly. We have our soul care nights, we call them, which is like back to back offerings. So you can come for one or back to back and have a three hour experience, which is really beautiful. We have a membership basis that come in regularly. A lot of people come in for their own therapy. In terms of our audience, it's so varied. It's so diverse. I would say the majority are also healers, also therapists, yoga instructors, school teachers. Some are CEOs. But a lot of artists, entrepreneurs, more empathic people, of course, open-hearted, open-minded people. That's who gather. We don't have a huge marketing budget, as in we don't have a marketing budget. We'd rather spend $50 on burritos for the team on a Friday meeting. Those who are seeking it will find us. Searching us on Google, Sound Healing, we pop up. And then people just coming in. We've had this organic growth to things. And I would, I'll say just when I started this practice, I moved to Minnesota, just freshly here right away. The first thing I did was go to yoga class at Heart Yoga in Uptown. And I met the owner and I'm like, yeah, I just moved here, I do sound healing. He's just, that sounds cool. Let's go get a coffee. And then he hired me to do the first sound bath and the first sound bath sold out. We added another one, sold out, added another one, sold out. And then I had gotten my first contract with a mental health organization and had a contract to do three sound healings. And then I had volunteered in a school doing sound healing at the Recording Arts High School in St. Paul, which is a charter school. And some of the kids that were in the special education program or that are higher risk, like they responded so well. And then they were like trying to figure out funding for me to come more regularly, to come like monthly or weekly. And then COVID happened, right? And everything shut down. So I, for me, like it was something that I was still, I was just passionate about sharing and I knew it was something that could reach everything. So I just would adapt to everything. So that's how I shifted into doing it on Zoom and which is how I met Kim Lovejoy. We started doing it on Zoom, became a following. And then as COVID was lifting, I started popping up. I lived near Lake Harriet. So I started doing sound healings at Lake Harriet. And one sound healing that I did, there was 50 people came and I only had a few hundred followers on Instagram and, <laughs> you know, my website that I'm still developing, but it was a clear demand that people wanted to gather intentional spaces that we were craving this connection and people were really interested in the sound healing. It was those pop-up experiences that made me realize, okay, wow, there's a lot of people who want to get behind this and support that, which is then I used my stimulus check to open my first studio. So that's how I got into it. Yeah. Mm. And then I just went from there, but it's been just this grassroots effort too, which at times I'm like, I've never even sought alone, but I'm sure that would have really taken me further. But in a way, I'm also really grateful for just the organic growth of everything because I can look around and I know everybody's name and I've just because I have been kind of word of mouth too. It's like the people who are being, who are coming in, it's because they had somebody, they knew somebody who came in and 
So it can be, it's really, it's a journey. And I'm really grateful for that because that's something that you can really only do if you are creating it. And it was something that it was scary and absolutely reckless, which is, <laughs> it's just like in my birth card if you see it. But I'll just like, <laughs> and I was one of those things at certain times in my life, I'll hear these phrases that are repeated and repeating. And a lot of it was just keep investing in yourself, keep investing in yourself. Mm-hmm. I just kept going back in. And even the people that I've attracted around me now that are the main core stability and support, like I, if I would have put out an ad to, for, I'm looking for somebody, no, it's, that's, it was such a beautiful experience for even the offers that I've had or the invitations of people just wanting to help or collaborate or support. And I'm just big into collaborating in general, just because we can reach so many more people and especially fusing different modalities. Cause a lot of us are all interested in the same thing. We just don't know it yet. So it's mm. like something I really love too, is just the curation of different events. I know well connected, you are very passionate about the same things, but how fun it is to see the people who gather at those expos or events, when you showcase so many different healers and tarot readers, and you've got a chiropractor and you have a local business who makes meditation like pillows. And it's just, it's everything. You got manufacturers, you got, so it's beautiful. And I would say to just off topic, but Minneapolis, I believe is very quickly becoming this new wellness hub. And I do believe like I've seen it within my own practice with just, we have actually quite a few people who come in that are out of state that are coming here for whatever reason, for a business thing, and they're looking for healing events, energy healing. And that's how a lot of people find us or book us for a private um, is because they're traveling and a lot of people want to like, so there's like this tourism aspect too. And I do think how Austin popped off as this wellness hub. I think Minneapolis is going to be the next one. Oh, definitely. And I just remember even when I moved to Minneapolis seven years ago from California, I had just finished my yoga teacher training and I was leaving like the next month or something. And I remember all my fellow yogis, they're like, oh my gosh, you're going to have to bring yoga to Minnesota. (laughs) And I was totally ignorant. I thought Minnesota, I thought farms. I thought, I don't know. I just was totally ignorant. And I was moving here, what I thought was temporary, before convincing my now husband to move to California with me. (laughs) But then I ended up sticking around because, gosh, the community here. And there's like a yoga studio in every corner. There's, (laughs) And I think the whole holistic integrative wellness space is definitely huge and it's i remember i had i went to this one conference and rod striker was doing like a training in minneapolis and he said he loves coming here he's like this big yoga teacher trainer and he said minneapolis is like the caves that the monks used to go to to find true like knowing and authenticity. And he's, I feel like Minneapolis or Minnesota is like the cave of the United States that people come and like, there's just so much healing here. I love that analogy. 
I also think just looking at all of our water too and like our rivers and streams, we're like these arteries right at the top north and we flow everywhere. Well Connected exists to help you discover the practitioner that aligns with your values. We believe that finding the right fit should be simple and maybe even fun. When you visit wellconnectedtwincities.com, you can search for local practitioners by categories like chiropractic or herbalism, or you can search by condition or symptom in the directory to find practitioners of various healing modalities who can help. Discover over 100 local practitioners, browse articles, take classes, and listen to interviews by these very practitioners to learn who is the right fit for you. No matter what it is, we are here to help you say yes to the next stop on your healing journey. So I know your studio is becoming such an integral part of that sanctuary, that space for healing. And now you're offering sound healing trainings at your studio to just continue spreading this healing modality. Tell us more about the training program and what people might be interested in that. Yeah, I'd love to. So as I was saying before, I learned sound healing as an intuitive practice. And for years I had mentors, peers that were like, you should do a sound healing training. I'm like, oh, what are you talking about? It's intuitive. And I always had this like resist. Now I wouldn't say resistance, but it was just like, people will find it. And then I'm that reluctant leader type of personality though. So I finally just sat down with my partner, Dan, and we're like, no, we should do this. We should give people the confidence, some knowledge about it, but also is this opportunity. We knew we wanted to do it like a retreat-like experience because when you're relaxed and nourished, you can absorb more information too. So we're like, let's do a weekend training, but it's going to be like a retreat. Um, and just as much as it is about technicality and just the wisdom and science of things, we did want to have a premises on intuition and connection. And what does it mean to be a healer? Obviously, we'll all have different ideas. And that's something that we talk about a lot throughout the weekend, because we realize everyone is a healer, right? any person it's just it's allowing to work and hold space for that person at that time or working with the dynamic of the environment around you it's somebody who's aware and working with the energies at play to actually harmonize the harm or chaos that's around it's just harmonizing that so we decided so we sat down we decided to write this and we we're in our own we in our own homes and we just started like writing and we call each other for a few hours and I'm like I got this and it just synergized we just like literally put it together it was one of the easiest things we've ever done and it was so much fun doing this and we're like oh my gosh we did this let's do it and then we had three rounds of summer each one sold out and then we have our fourth one coming up and it's just been incredible to share this modality and to have the journey with others I think the group aspect creates a really beautiful dynamic because you can learn about this in your own way and there's programs online but having the group dynamic allows you to really honor and see how everyone has their own medicine and every sound bath and every technique can be completely different and yet it's still so effective in different ways so the last day of the training 
we have each person give like a 15 minute guided meditation sound bath and you can see the difference in each person and how incredible that is mm. and then that really builds the confidence going out and taking this for wherever so in terms of who's signing up we have so many different kinds we just had a professional baseball player in our last round we had a woman who was in her 70s we next round we have um, a young girl who's 13 and her mom as like a bonding experience so we're really open to everything we do have some like kid meditators sometimes it's their parents who are googling that find us and they're like an eight-year-old loves to meditate and they're in here for the sound baths and so it's really cool to see the far reaches but a lot of therapists in here there's also people we have people that are looking to bring this into their own therapeutic practice. And then we have some that just need a retreat and like mm. that's what they're here for. And it's a great way to connect and build that way. Cause it's as someone to, you take care of yourself, you go on retreats too. That's like a different kind of nourishment that happens. Mm, yeah, just to be in that held space for a, a period of time and I don't know. There's definitely some magic there that happens when you're with people who are on a similar journey, but on their own journey, and you can just hear yourself and each other's stories. And, and you're creating that healing field. Each of you are intentionally mm -hmm. in that healing field, working with it, and then together it just amplifies. So it just becomes simply like this hub for magic to just evolve. And so many people are just like, oh, I didn't know I could do that. I didn't even know. We had people pulling up wrote their meditation out like in the car before they came in and it was like not the socks off of everyone just like this beautiful poetry and people that didn't even know they had these gifts can just access it and i think that's something too with sound healing it's i think it's just something that emerges throughout you and the more you do it, the more you're exposed to it, the more it like just changes you, it changes your perception, it changes how you feel, it changes how you can react, respond, and how you can really bend and play and work with the energies around you. Exactly. And even though you had some of that initial resistance or whatever it was to not put together this training, I'm so glad you followed that that pull to do it because like you said, it is intuition, but people need permission to listen to that intuition. People need some instruction or some guidance on listening, like what is intuition and how do I really trust that and lean into that? And it sounds like sound healing is just a vehicle for people to be able to utilize, to really lean on that. And so it's amazing that you're creating the space and opportunity for everyday people to realize they are healers. Yeah, I think that's what's really special. It's also the humility too. And wow, I can do this. Everyone around me is capable of this. It, it's, yeah, it's incredible. Katie, if there was one takeaway that listeners left this conversation with, We've heard about your story about soul body finesse, about sound healing as a whole. What would you hope that people left this conversation with? I would say listen to your intuition, follow the motivation, and 
life is hard so make sure that you're working hard at something you really love because it is it's hard work life in general is just about dedication and following something whether you're as passive or not you are carving a path you're making a difference in life the more you can be in aligned with truly how you want to share and express your energy the healthier you'll feel the happier you'll feel and you'll inspire a lot of people around you Thank you for inspiring me today, Katie, and hopefully inspiring others. I so appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to the Well-Connected Twin Cities podcast. Did you learn something new? Did you feel that spark of hope and excitement for what is possible? Because so much is possible. Tell us about it in a review on Apple Podcasts. Not only would we absolutely love hearing from you, but these reviews help our ratings and help other curious minds like you find this resource. We are always better together. Thank you again and see you next time.